Welcome to Thrive, transformative strategies for the new year. The CLA Virtual Conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. Just like the moon and like the suns with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. A small part of a poem by Maya Angelou, who the first time I heard that was May 11th, 2006. That was my Phoenix day, my personal Phoenix day. My truth is that I'm a Phoenix. I rise out of the ashes that occur in my life. That day in 2006, I was going through a divorce. I had two girls, three and under one. Walking hurt. Breathing was a challenge. And all I could think of was my life was ending. I'm sitting at this conference in a room filled with a thousand people. The keynote speaker was Madeleine Albright, introduced by Geraldine Ferraro. Those are some serious, high-profile speakers. But what I remember was this poem that was told. It changed my life. Now, let me be straight about the poem. It is not about the phoenix. It does not mention rising as a phoenix. But it was the first time as I kept on hearing the word rise that I really started picturing that phoenix. While each struggle was hitting me in a way of this is where I wanted to be. I wanted to teach my girls how to be in a room like this. High profile people talking to them, regaining my own ability to rise from the ashes and begin the process of resilience and growth. While all the circumstances around my divorce were not in my control, I needed to rise above it and still become the person I needed to be for myself, for my girls, and really for my community. I needed to rise, rebuild, and become a way to be resilient. Boom, boom. Get that heartbeat. It hurt. But boom, boom. My heart was beating. I'm not sure how many of you realize about that mystical creature, the phoenix. It is really magical because not only is it beautiful in both sight, sound, and ability to soar to great heights, I also find it interesting that it's in many different cultures. This bird that lives forever rises from its own ashes and can live, continuing to grow, much like the rest of us. How we choose to renew ourselves is how we become a phoenix. That heartbeat. We all have resilience within ourselves because no matter who we are, at some point we've overcome something that we didn't believe we can overcome. I would ask you to raise your hand or think about it since this is virtual. If you've experienced any of these things, a broken heart, Infidelity, death of a loved one, loss of a friend, loss of a job, been a caregiver, divorced. You're not alone. You have something that you've overcome, rising from your own ashes, taking a great amount of mental strength, because often that is where we live, in our heads. In our heads is the, and the brain is the, and in our bodies is how we operate for our own protection. That's what the brain is for. But ask to feel that heartbeat, your chest, that heartbeat, boom, 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 boom. So how do we overcome things that we need to overcome? Each of us does it differently. And not everyone is as resilient for many reasons because digging into our brains, we are taught those things early as a child, how we re overcome or the things that we have, the limiting beliefs at times. Our past is so interesting on how we operate and why we do the things we do. Our thought patterns are created and we adapt to the landscape that it is created in. The brain is that organ that runs for us, but it runs all the background stuff like breathing, 
It also stores memories and also is always vigilant. When we sleep, it is still on. Some of us always operate in a state of fear. When certain things happen based on our past experiences, we live like that. We get caught up in a cycle of thoughts. The word fear has several meanings. Forget everything and run. Or false evidence appearing real. With these possible meanings of the word fear, we decide exactly, is it better to run than stand and fight? There are seven, several reasons why our brains deal differently with it. Just like the phoenix, it can rise, it can happen in any second. In that instant, that magical moment when the ashes come together to form the new you. That's what I do is talk about our messages. And using our human experiences is really is so powerful. Our stories must be told. And it's our responsibility to share it, to grow through our stories. While the human brain is only the size of two fists, but it is a complex system that helps us experience both positive and negative. There are many moving parts of the brain. And I like talking about the amygdala because it controls our fight or flight reflex. Now, the amygdala really has our ability to capture all the experiences we have and to function as processing memories to provide decision-making and emotional responses. Fear helps us with self-preservation, perception of emotions, and stores the memories. And hence, that's why sometimes we run and that sometimes we fight. Thoughts and memories are trapped in our amygdala. But the good thing, it is possible to change some of the uncomfortable feelings that are stored there as well, as well as rebuild the positive images. Now, I would like you to think about your feelings when you're watching a horror movie. When the lights are off, it becomes scarier. When you turn the lights on and watch that same movie, it's less scary, right? Wouldn't it be amazing to know how to do that in real life? Removing the triggers that are tied to a negative event or how we feel about it. Train our mind to reset your, ourselves and create a healthier, more powerful us to use the past to rebuild and renew our future. There are many ways to heal ourselves from the stories that we tell ourselves, but to remove the obstacles and in doing so, when an event occurs in our life currently, if we've healed ourselves properly, we're able to generate certain storage and certain new ways to operate. These receptors that when we when an event occurs, is called an AMPAR receptor. That's what really sticks into our brain. And that's where the fight or flight response system is. But using this, it's all done in an instant just by brainwaves. Is how it's generated, how the memories are stored, having memories that allow the brain to sum up our experiences and to continue, and to, continue to act upon the things that we've learned. At times, because our past experiences the brain reacts differently. As I said, this is only some ways we can go through the same exact experience with a different point of view by healing ourselves. None of us live exactly the same way and see the things exactly the same way. There's a magical spot in our lives between stimulus and response is right there. But what if I told you that in that space, that's where the decisions are made, where we can choose the right response for us. It is when we take that time to build the space when we make decisions based on our past experiences, but when we use true, true future learnings, that's where there's power. Much like when we started typing, we type pecking bit, and then you eventually learn how to type quickly without even looking. That's what I'm talking about today because it becomes to a powerful piece to understand our whys 
and want our past thinking to make our present more powerful than the past. I would never have thought about any of this in my old life. Back, that, back in that day in 2006, I made a decision to change my mindset, one that geared me to be more positive instead of negative, not looking at the experiences. And I use that story like many of the other stories in my life because I wanted to reprogram my brain as I continued on my journey, as I found these old programs that really weren't useful for me, the old stories that I was telling myself that I could tell in a different way to make me to be out in a healthier way. I thought about it. And, you know, when you start making the story change a little bit, magic happens. Understanding how our body releases the darkness within allows a spark we need to reignite our flames. When an event or experience is perceived as stressful, it becomes encoded with life-altering consequences. And when you can release that and you learn your story from a different way, from a powerful way, it is possible to modify this coding in our brains. There are no ways to heal yourself and remove the things that need to do so without your willingness and your changes. Now, I'm not talking about the men in black when we held up a pen and say, look into this and we're going to erase memories. Your memories won't erase. But what it is, we can make them less scary by ungluing some of these receptors. And I like using the word it's called depotentiate. It sounds kind of fancy. And this is a really important uh, conference. So I really love talking about it. But it could be as simple as just rubbing your hands just like this, nice and slow in circular motions. Now, doing that will start to create some brain waves that will help you depotentiate, remove those bad feelings around some of the techniques, around some of the, the, the things that you've experienced, the negative things you've done. I learned to do this because I was one of the top, uh, well, the, the first 79 people in the world to learn a technique that taught this and started working with people who had experienced wartime traumas as well as other type of experiences. Now, just by touching yourself is not going to do anything uh, in that way. Just like in life, the right touch and the way you can touch, you'll be able to create a new baseline for yourself by creating and removing those old negative thought patterns. Removing and changing those thought patterns and to taking a few minutes to install your new reset button as well as your new brainwaves, optimizing your brain, practice, practicing and activating it. Mentally rehearse situations where you can improve I've worked with people who have worked in the sports industry and I've improved them because you could see it. Now, I don't want to tell you that I've all done this and I know it all. There's a line in Dante's Inferno. In the middle of the journey of my life, I found myself in a dark wood where I had lost the right path. Well, this happened to me as well because I was not doing everything I needed to do. My balance was off and for a lot of reasons. And as the quote ends, eventually I would find the right path, but in the most unlikely place. For me, that place started with me trying to take my life. I was the man with a plan. That plan consisted of me writing 50 letters to the people who meant the most to me to tell them about the love I felt for them. I was doing this because, you know, I just had, I was hurting so bad from the thing. And I didn't want to cause damage to them any longer. You know, that's the thing is when we go through something, the story becomes a lot more in our heads than it is in, in actuality. But it was awesome because my, the life, my life was awesome. And when the flow is pulled out from us, we don't know what to do. Talk about conflicting thoughts. We love people so much that some of them don't want to be around you. I felt my sacrifice 
was going to be for the greater good. I still don't understand why I deserve grace even after this attempt. So I don't know, but my plan lasted for 36 hours. But it wasn't until I was comfort. It wasn't until I was confronted by a person who verbally assaulted me and who, in my estimation, wanted me to go back to that dark place. They confronted me, calling me white trash, loser. And it hurt to hear those things. But I needed to hear that venom that person was spewing because it was being thrown at me. And I realized at that moment, they had more pain than I had. And that was the break I needed. I did further break down afterwards. I had to restart again. I was in the ashes, one of the darkest ashes of my life. The divorce was almost the easy part to deal with. But we don't, the secret we don't talk about it with mental health is that we all experience something. When you yell at your kids, that's a little bit of a mental health. We're not supposed to yell. We're supposed to live. But the real answer is, I also want to remind people that only 11% of people who try to take their lives are successful. 89% of us are not. 89% of us are phoenixes who will rise out of it and will find some sort of assistance to do that. You know, we should not be embarrassed by our failures, but celebrated for the efforts to fight through whatever challenges we have. Knowing you have a challenge and not embracing it was, for me, was not an option. The trick in life is that when you know you have a challenge, you have two, I, two options. Face it or change or stay the way and do nothing. When I see flaws within myself, I work to confront them. Because my definition of fear is face everything and rise. I am a phoenix. You are a phoenix. I face my challenges. And I created the new version of Dave. And all this is just some things we talk about by finding our own resources, connecting with our resources, and knowing how to use them for me, was going from my ashes to find the rise so I can soar once again. Actually, we all do that. We are all success stories of the things we have lived through. As we mentioned earlier, all the challenges. By living through the burning ashes and renewing ourselves with more strength, lifting ourselves out of the ashes, we strengthen ourselves when we are able to ground ourselves. I want you to think about this. The words earth and heart are the same letters rearranged differently by grounding yourself and learning to train your brain to see the love in everything does bring your brain to a stronger resiliency and give you the ability to remove the past and enjoy the present. You rise and you can become free. There are many situations to, that will trigger you, will get you anxious, anger, or hurt. But you have the power to step forward and calmly confront I'm not here to tell you just about my story. I want you to also know that to release the obstacles that are in your own way, what you could do with it. What, the, what are the ashes in your, of your past that you want to overcome and move through? It is funny because I don't know if I would ever be standing on any stages if I hadn't dealt with the fires I needed to rise from. Sometimes we need to reach deep down beyond ourselves and become the best version of ourselves. Life is funny. That way, we only know happiness because we've endured sadness. I could not have grown so much without the tremendous pain I endured physically, which is the easy part, and mentally, which is a lot tougher to get through. I knew the ashes were not the place I needed to be, and I needed to level up. And as I started leveling up, I know as we are souls living the human experience, we make the choice. For me, the choice is to see the errors of my ways and to improve and rise from the past, because that is not where I reside. The future leads to growth and removing the obstacles that were in my way. Truths lead to healing. 
I rose and I felt my heart. My heart beats. I now can say I love myself. I learned ways to rebuild. I found ways to renew, to recharge, to reignite my fire. The resiliency within you is always an R in your heart. And if we reset the brain and stay within our heart, we will always find the ways to fight. Now, I rose as a phoenix, as you are. I've learned and crafted my messages because I'm a deep message expert. I go in a lot deeper than messages, not just putting you out of me giving you a message. I've, I've won awards on stages, including I've been on a TEDx stage. I've written several books, some of which have become Amazon number one bestsellers. And I even put out a, a comic book, which I also have a podcast in the top 1%, Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Your power is not only your story, but the message it carries. I want to leave you with a poem written specifically about heartbreak, but through this, how we lose the trials, how we find our strength, and how we have life from the fire of adversity, our spirits are burned and teach us nothing. Even grief can last from the ashes of our anger. A phoenix does not rise with wings of courage. Eyes are filled wise as we, as we do thrive. We do not just survive by embracing that. We stumble and becomes our story. To tell, we toast the beauties of our life dancing with a lighter heart. Thriving means turning scars into art as we find our place thriving with grace. And I know I have a couple more minutes. And what I want you to do is think about the things you wanted to do. As I started gathering all those things when I was in my darkness, I knew I wanted to be a TEDx speaker. I needed to find the right people, the right coaches, the right people that will lift me up to do that, to teach me some of the, talk, the talks that you need to do. It's not just about your story. It's about what you do with your story. And that's where I've learned the most powerful parts of my story is not only telling people my story. That's called entertainment. What entertainment will give you is great stories. You could read a book for entertainment. But if you learn from a book or you have messages in a book, that is the power that we all have. That's what I would suggest to everybody here is really go into your story. Go into why your story is important and what can people learn to improve themselves. My story is keep being written because I have plenty of stories. I've lived through it much like the rest of you. Most of those things that I mentioned earlier were things I've experienced. Just recently, I, I, you know, within the past few years, I lost one of my best friends unexpectedly. And you have to manage it. And because I've grown through it and I knew my right resources, and now I use my resources all the time, not only in my writing, in my speaking, in the podcast, but in my own personal life, knowing the right mentors that I needed and the right resources I needed for myself, that's where I grew. And that's where you can grow as well. Um, I really enjoy hearing people's stories and that's why I have the podcast. But at the end of the day, it's not just telling stories because that's the entertainment part. I'd like you to reach out to me and I offer a 30-minute Pathfinder perspective for free to teach everybody about a little bit more about that reset button I was talking about, about rubbing your hands. That's really just magical on how you can overcome the obstacles that have been in your life 
to do what you want to do, to set yourself up to the best way that you can live by overcoming and getting out of the ashes. And when new ashes come on, because that's part of life, you'll be able to manage them much differently because you have the right resources. Now, the practice that I call is on the, on the path. That's my mentoring practice because I've been in the darkness with everybody. And it's all about personal attitudes towards happiness. What do you want to do? Do you want to write books? Why are you not writing books? That's the trick. And I'll end with one great story of why you, you need to find the right mentor. There's a guy who fell down a, a, in, in a hole. And he said, I'm going to go pray. I can't get out. I'm going to go pray. Comes by a priest, rabbi, or religious figure, throws the prayer down, and that doesn't help you out. Then you might look for a friend who goes, hey, I'd love to help you, but I really can't. Um, I'll be back. And then you have somebody like me who comes in and goes, I'm going to jump in with you. Now, I know you're all thinking, you just jumped in the hole. The guy can't get out. But the great thing about having a really good mentor, having a really good person to move forward with is the fact that if you know the way out, it's a lot more being a pathfinder. And I'm going to end with, that's exactly what I did. I had a dream. When you follow a dream, uh, we'll just play around with it, but it's a comic book. The path, There we go. The Pathfinder. And that's the excellent part, is when you become your own Pathfinder, it doesn't matter how thick the woods are. It doesn't matter where you are. You'll find the way through. And I do. And that's what I assist other people to do as well. I've been successful for, I've had my practice close to 10 years. I've had you know, my own personal challenges. And when I knew that when I didn't use my resources, my life crumbled. So you need to find your right resources. And I always say the right resources, not just any resources. Finding the right resources will definitely set you to that next level. And that's the big goal. So really what I'd love to just end, you know, end this segment on is having you think about really who your resources are how I can be of service because we all need somebody. We all need the mentors. That's why we join communities like CLA. And it's to find the right resources to move our business back, move our business forward and learning who we can trust. Trust is a huge piece of this and learning how we can reset ourselves. Exactly. I think we're up to time. And uh, just use your resources. And if I could be one of your resources, I would love to be part of that. Uh, please check out davidshemetsky.com uh, or check me out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all these other places. That's what it is. Find yourself and keep moving yourself forward. Thank you for engaging with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks. The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.